After a big bounce back win at home over the Red Raiders, the Cougars head to Austin for a matchup with the seventh ranked Longhorns. And head coach Kalani Sataki knows what his team is up against. Heading out to Texas, I'm going out to Austin to play one of the best teams in the country. So, coached by my buddy Sark. Tough task for us, not a lot of weaknesses. Try to do something that a lot of teams can't do. And it goes into a very hostile environment with a fantastic fan base. Really hopeful that this is going to be an opportunity for our team to perform at our best. BYU enters today's game as heavy underdogs to Texas. And while the players are excited to play in that environment, they aren't going to Austin to see the sights. So it's a great opportunity. It's going to be a great time. But at the end of the day, business trips are business trips. When it comes to business, we have to make sure that we're getting business done. It's time for BYU football as the Cougars face the Longhorns on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by All Pro Capital Real Estate Investments, by Les Olson IT, your office technology partner, and by Smith's Food and Drug, fresh for everyone. Let's take you inside the All Pro Capital broadcast booth at Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin, Texas, and join Hans Olson along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Point toss from Derek Anderson, today's referee. The side with the teams will be tails. What is your call? Heads. Heads is the call. BYU calls heads. It is a head. Defer. They like to defer. You want the ball, obviously. What side are you going to kick from? Kick this way. You guys flip around. BYU has won the toss and elected to defer to the second half. Texas will receive on this end. All right, Texas will receive to our left, the north end of the stadium. BYU kicking off from our right, the south. The sun has now come through the clouds on a beautiful Saturday afternoon here in Austin, Texas. BYU wearing an all-new uniform combination today. Navy blue helmets with white face masks, white jerseys, blue pants, white with navy up top, and blue with white down below. And Texas in the white helmets, the burnt orange Longhorn logo on the helmet, burnt orange jerseys, and white pants. BYU's flag bearers for today. The alumni flags were brought out by Derek Bates, Cap Sikahema, and Nathan Ord. The USA flag from Austin Riggs. Brother Dalton had the Texas flag. The Big 12 flag was carried by Koa Eldridge. And the Siona Becoso remembrance flag was carried by Simi Mowala. BYU and UT here at DKR, 100,000 seats plus. This outstanding venue, and as hands noted early in the pregame, you can still see a lot of royal blue, both in uh, concentrated patches and then scattered spots all around the stadium. It's a pretty cool view. It's a great view, and I actually like the BYU defense on the field first, Greg. I loved coming out first. I want a chance to punch you in the mouth. I want a chance to set the tone. And BYU, when they put up a nice defensive stand to start a game, it really does rev the engines up of this entire team. So BYU's defense start flexing that muscle. It's crazy, Greg, because the the anxiety and the anticipation and everything builds all week. And then you're standing on the sideline. You see your opponent. You see the colors. You see all the fans. And now it's at an all-time high, and you get to go out there and throw all that energy into your opponent to try to set the tone right out of the gates. I love BYU's defense on the field right now. Will Farron will kick it off to get this one underway. Savion Red and Keelan Robinson, a pair of running backs deep for UT. Boot to ball, and we are underway 
here in Austin. And that'll be a touchback as Farron's kickoff goes into the end zone out to the 25. BYU on defense starting lineup brought to you by Zions Bank. For 150 years, Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play. For financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years, Zions Bank is for you. Let's see how the Cougars open up on defense. Up front, Jackson Cravens, Tunaisa Mahe, Tyler Batty, and Blake Mangelson. The linebackers are Vong Pachan, Taggart, and Thule. Robinson and Garrett on the corners is on first down. A swing into the right flat is complete to Jatavian Sanders, but for a loss of two on the play, it'll be second down and 12 for Texas, completing your defensive lineup for BYU. Heckard as the nickelback, Slade and Wakely at safety. And that's your BYU defensive starting lineup presented by Zions Bank. All right. After a loss of two, second down and 12. Brooks, the tailback off the right hip of Malik Murphy. Murphy pulled away from Brooks and throw... On the slant, complete for a first down, a 15-yard game to Adonai Mitchell. So, after Texas takes a lost yardage play on first down, second and long results in a first down on a big game to Mitchell out to the 39-yard line. Ball directly between the hashes. The Longhorns going left to right as we see it and you hear it. It is first and 10 UT. Brooks off the left hip of Malik Murphy. Malik, 6'5", 238, redshirt freshman. Crouches, takes the snap, backpedals diagonally to his right, throws deep to his left, and it's... Incomplete. A miscommunication there with Xavier Worthy as he threw into essentially triple coverage. Worthy was complaining he was held up on his progression downfield. No flags, some boos from the stands, and second down and 10 for UT. Okay, so we'll take a couple things here that we're already seeing. Uh, number one, Worthy just tripped up and fell. That, that was not a, a PI, so that's a good no call by the officials. Number two, I love seeing Wakely read this offense early making that tackle for a loss so it's telling you the safeties are aware and engaged they go to power pistol and a screen to the right complete to Savion Red for a gain of six it'll be third down and four for Texas so they lined up Savion Red as one of three backs and a power pistol brought him out to the right flat and threw complete in the flat to get out to the 45. So from the Texas 45-yard line, third down and three. First third down of the game for UT. And BYU will show three down linemen, but seven in the box on this third down and four. Brooks is the back off the left hip of Murphy, who backpedals to throw and throws incomplete. It was broken up, intended for Xavier Worthy. And BYU forces Steve Sarkeesian and the offense of Texas into a decision on fourth and four from the 45. And UT will go will go a punt team. And they'll bring in Ryan Sanborn to boot it away. So BYU does well defensively. First defensive sequence. They allow Texas to move the chains one time. But on the third and four, the pass broken up intended for Xavier Worthy. And UT will be punting it away to Hobbs Nyberg. Hobbs is back at his 10-yard line. Ryan Sanborn last year punted for Stanford against BYU and sails this one. Hobbs lets it go, and it gets into the end zone for a touchback. It'll be BYU out to the 20-yard line. Yes, Ryan Sanborn last year punting against BYU, but for Stanford, he punted nine times in BYU's win on the farm. All right, BYU's offensive lineup now on the field, brought to you by Zions Bank for 150 years. Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play. For financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years, Zions Bank is for you. We'll take a look at that O-line. The question mark was, would it be the same as last week? And the answer there is yes. It'll be Suamataia, Miley, Pei, Lakwaho, and Kaim left to right. 
Wide receiving options. Paolo and Epps to the right side. Lassiter and Roberts to the left. Keaton Slove is the quarterback in the gun with Aiden Robbins off his left hip. First and ten. Play fake. Paolo takes it in the left flat and is dropped for a loss of a yard on the play back to the 19-yard line. So Ray Paolo picks up his first reception of the year, and it comes on a first and 10, but for a loss of one, second down and 11 for BYU. So Ray Paolo is just going to come in motion all the way from the offset inside receiving mark on the other side and just keeps that full motion. Texas did a good job, just like BYU did, in reading that motion and having man responsibilities coming up with that TFL. Slovis gun. Robbins off his right hip. Noel J. Martin yet, and we may not see him today. That's the expectation. Robbins goes right hip to left. Keaton on a three-step. Dances in the pocket under some duress. Nearly picked. Nearly picked. That was very close to an interception for Anthony Hill Jr. lurking at the linebacker spot. Third down and 11 for BYU. So he's trying to target Isaac Rex, and he tries to force it back into the middle of the defense. The problem is Texas had found the pressure. You had a Texas defender right up underneath his arm. Jalen Ford was right there underneath his arm as he was trying to throw. First third and long of the day for BYU. Slovis gun. He's got two receiving options to the right. Along with a tight end, so strength right, single wide left, and audible on third and 11 from the BYU 19-yard line. Slovis, straight back drop, steps up. Goes deep down the far side and nearly intercepted again. Caught on the boundary by Cody Epps, but out of bounds. And that was nearly picked. As making a jump on the ball was Keaton Crawford. And BYU did well to not have the ball end up in the Longhorns' hands on either second or third down. BYU punts it away three and out on a fourth and 11. The punt team in. Well, you don't like seeing these throws that both of them could have very easily been picks. If Texas had a little bit more sure hands, they both would have been interceptions. So it's not the best look out of the gates. BYU opts not to go with a run in any one of those three plays. What they call turnover-worthy plays do not result in turnovers, but now a punt from Rico. And he hammers this one high, deep to the 25-yard line, caught there by Xavier Worthy, sidesteps the first tackle, has the 35, the 40, the 45, 50. He's got BYU 40, he's gone. Xavier Worthy, house call, and the Longhorns lead at 6-0. 12 minutes, 8 seconds to go in the opening quarter, and on special teams, Xavier Worthy houses it. And BYU's on the back foot. The only thing left between Worthy and that end zone was Ryan Rico. And you saw, as soon as Worthy started downhill, you saw the speed. He's got tremendous speed. Your gunner was the first one there, could have had that thing. I mean, that was almost a point of fair catch. But instead of making the tackle, you just kind of go to the side of him. He sidesteps it and takes it in for six. 74-yard punt return touchdown. The game at TCU began with the Horn Frogs scoring on defense. This game begins with the Longhorns scoring on special teams. Either way, the first score is not by the opponent's offense. And BYU's offense will retake the field, but now trailing 7-0 on the PAT good by Burt Auburn. 7-0 Longhorns, 12.08 to go in the first quarter. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We are in the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. All-Pro Capital sponsors BYU football. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments with All-Pro Capital. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All-Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Well, this season, BYU has scored 
on defense twice. But BYU's been scored on by the opposing defense or special teams now four times. Kansas, pick si- uh, a, a scoop and score. Kansas, a pick six. TCU, a pick six. And now Texas, a 74-yard punt return score after a 55-yard punt from Ryan Rico following BYU's first offensive series of the day. And the Cougs are about to get the ball back as kicking off for the Longhorns will be Will Stone. From left to right as we see it and you hear it, north to south here at the stadium. BYU in navy and white, Texas in burnt orange and white. And the Longhorns lead 7-0 less than three minutes in to quarter number one. And special teams hands, one of your areas of emphasis coming into today. Yeah, it was. And on that punt return, Moribamba was the gunner. He was down there first. And he's just got to break down and make that tackle. You know, you're, you're really missing one or two special teams players that made some big plays earlier in the season. And Bomb is responsible for breaking down and forcing either the fair catch or getting that initial hit and tackle. It's a really good job by those special teams of Texas. They looked clean in film coming into this game. All right, Stone backspins it into the end zone. Keelan Marion will take it from two yards deep. He's out to the 10, the 15, the 20. He's got the far side slipping and sliding just outside the 25-yard line. Nice return from Keelan, but he's kind of pounding the ball in frustration because he lost his footing at the far side of the field. He gets out to the 27, first down and 10 for BYU. Keaton Slovis, three pass attempts on that first sequence. One for three for minus one, no runs, as Hans noted in that first series. And no LJ Martin in series number one. And just reiterating reiterating for those who may have missed it, Kalani is saying LJ's not likely to play today. Did not get any snaps in the first series, and it's all Aiden Robbins in Series 1, and he begins Series number 2. Robbins in pistol formation with Slovis in the gun. Three minutes in to quarter number 1. Twins to the right. Tight end and single wide receiver left. Stretch handoff to the left for Aiden Robbins, and he's brought down for a loss of 1. Running it right to left. He's dropped at the 25-yard line. Second down and 11 for BYU. So that's going to come off the backside. Jalen Catalan. The safety is actually off the uh, just up the middle, but kind of off the backside of that play. So BYU's two first down plays have gone for minus one and minus one. Now it's second down and 11. Slovis gun, Robbins to his left. Twins left and right, the hand clap. Option, and Keaton is swallowed up before he can think of pitching the ball. Another loss on the play. Back to the 21. It'll be third down and 15. And there, is there a flag? No, no. I just seeing, uh, you know, you're, you're watching different players kind of pound their heads they knew that option was coming they're actually standing right over robbins so if slovis does try to release that pitch that thing's probably picked off or maybe forced into a fumbled situation so slovis wisely did not pitch it so byu's first two third downs are third and 11 and third and 14 slovis shotgun robbins right hip they motion from trips right to twins either side the hand clap from Slovis takes the belt high snap. He screens it underneath to Parker Kingston. Kingston is hit at the 30 as he tried to get to the 36-yard line. Fourth down and six, and the punt team will come back on for BYU. Cougs go three and out on their first two series of the day. So Parker Kingston picks up his ninth reception of the season, but it goes for a minimal gain on a third down and long. He gained eight of the 14, so on fourth and six, Ryan Rico's back to kick it away. Xavier Worthy. Back to return just moments ago. Worthy took one seventy-four yards in for the score. That's how the Longhorns lead 7-0. BYU's gone three and out on two possessions. And the Longhorns offense has been on the field once. Punted on its opening possession. They look to get the ball back. Worthy probably has other ideas again. 
Rico awaits the long snap from Austin Rings. No pressure. This one's not as much hang time. A wobbler collected at the 20 by Worthy. He's got the 25 and the 30. Not much developing, but enough to get 15 yards on the return. And so Texas coming out first and 10 from its own 35 after this brief timeout. We'll take a break with 9.48 to play in quarter number one. We're coming your way from DKR, Daryl K. Royal, Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin, Texas. It is Longhorn 7, Cougars nothing on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Today's game is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. BYU's offense has had the ball two times, two three and outs, two punts. Texas has had the ball one time on offense, resulting in a punt. And a special team score to make the score 7-0. UT leading BYU. You're just early in this one, 9.48 to play in the opening quarter. On a beautiful Saturday, yesterday was... Uh, Full of dramatic afternoon thunderstorms. We'll see if we can avoid the same plight here this afternoon. There was already a lightning delay in the Big 12 Women's Soccer Championship north of, of here in Round Rock. In fact, our hotel's in Round Rock. And the first game of the day in that tournament, Cincinnati and Baylor was delayed by an hour. But uh, no unseemly weather here in the Austin area. We've been on time for the kickoff. And so far, sunny skies right now as Malik Murphy and the UT offense is back out on the field as we come out of timeout. I would expect Jonathan Brooks to get a few carries here, them to really push the tempo. They did test Jacob Robinson on those slants that TCU hurt Jacob on, but Jacob on a third and five was able to pull that ball out. So showed really well in that slant coverage. Yeah, no touches yet for Jonathan Brooks. He's the pistol back now with Murphy in the gun. And there's a handoff to Jonathan Brooks. Doesn't like what he sees inside. He busts it outside to the left and gets to the edge, but for a gain of only four. Nice work to get the four by... Jonathan Brooks, Camden Garrett, the force out on the sideline. Okay, so those edges just have to hold strong because that push in the middle was very solid. That's a nice job there by that BYU defensive front. You've got nice Amahe in there getting pushed. Jackson Cravens getting pushed. You just got to sure up the edges, make sure he doesn't bump out wide. Second down, six pressure, and he throws under to rest. And is it broken up? It is. And it was, oh, is it caught? What a catch! Jatavian Sanders hung on for that. I was sure the ball popped loose. He took a hit 20 yards downfield and somehow he hangs on to the football as Murphy had to get rid of it. And what a hit that he took from Ethan Slade. A one-hand grab from Sanders in the first down. Move it down to the 41 of BYU. Murphy pumps underneath behind the intended receiver. Incomplete Xavier Worthy. It'll be second down and 10 from the BYU 41-yard line spectacular grab from the tight end Sanders. I was sure the ball had to come loose on that hit. Well, you talked about Sanders on our drive over. When we were going through names, you said this guy's a beast, and you're right. He is. He's a beast, a sure-handed beast. And that's a bummer because Texas ran some pole protection where they pulled their guard to pick up Tyler Batty. Batty just beat him on the outside, and Batty just creamed. I mean, absolutely hit Malik Murphy on that play. Yes. That was two big hits, but a big-time game for Texas. Malik Murphy bending at the knees. Receives the snap before he was ready for it in the chest. And lobs it. It's intercepted. A bad throw. Picked off. Crew Wakely. Wakely the 50. The 40. The 35. The 30. Crew Wakely the 20. And brought down to the Texas 10-yard line. There's a flag down. And the question is at what point in the play 
was the penalty as Murphy threw the pick to Wakeley in the right flat. Downfield to the right. And Crew Wakeley, if that play stands, will have his first career interception. During the return, illegal blindside block. Number 31, defense. 15-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. First down, BYU. So the good news is BYU forces the takeaway. The bad news is it will not be first and 10 or first and goal around the 10. It will be backed up into perhaps BYU's side of the field after a blindside block. But uh, Malik Murphy, the play begins with him taking a snap in the chest, and he's not ready for it. And I don't know why he's throwing that football. I don't know either because Crew Wakely was standing right there in the gap. It's almost like Malik Murphy thought Crew was a Texas wide receiver because he just put it right on his chest. Great job by Wakely. Dang it, that's too bad that yardage is negated because he got him all the way down by the 10 before he was brought down. But now BYU's just got to capitalize. This is what we talked about in the pregame, Greg. you got to capitalize on these turnovers. BYU's done a good job of it. they got to do it right now. BYU's 17th takeaway of the season. And interception number 12 for BYU. Crew Wakely on the INT. Keaton Slovis in the gun with Aiden Robbins off his left hip. First and 10 from the BYU 45. They'll motion Epps to hand off to Robbins. Robbins middle. There's a nice gain for Aiden. Six yards, almost seven on first down. And this is what BYU needs to do. Every time Texas wants to push one extra out of the box and only leave six in the box, just run between the tackles. Let Connor pay. Let Lapawaho. Let him do the work in the middle. Solvice under center, second and four. Motion man is Marion. Takes it on jet sweep. And we'll have the Cougars' first first down of the game. He got to the 45 of UT. That'll move the sticks. And so after a pair of three and outs, BYU gets the first down. It comes on the run from Keelan Marion. And for Keelan, carry number eight on the year. Down to the Texas 45-yard line. BYU already plus one in the turnover margin. Trailing 7-0. But a significant error by Malik Murphy throwing it right to Crew Wakely. And the Cougs now on the ensuing possession into Texas territory. We've got 7.35 to play in the opening quarter. We're halfway through in the quarter at number one. Slovis shotgun, Robbins to his left. Texas hinting at a secondary blitz, and they bring the blitzer to Slovis' right. He throws right, and he throws an interception. It is picked off at the 40, midfield, 40 and 30, and out of bounds at the Texas, the BYU 25-yard line. Michael Taft. Nope, it was Terrence Brooks, I believe, on the INT. That ball's going to get batted at the line of scrimmage off the edge, off the blitz that you talked about, Greg. It's batted up into the air, and, you know, you just see Brooks step underneath it and take that thing back down the field. Slovis has got to keep his eyes open for guys to jump up in the air and bat those balls up. That's a big-time interception for Texas. And it was the blitzer, right? Yeah, it was the blitzer off the corner. Yeah, the corner just kind of crept up as Greg saw it as, a, as he was in live call. And the corner just came and stopped and launched himself in the air and batted that thing up. So UT's offense back out on the field. Both teams have thrown picks on successive possessions. Let's we'll see what they let Malik Murphy do now with his team leading 7-0 and down to the BYU 25-yard line. Murphy pulls it away from Brooks, throws in the right flat to Worthy. Worthy. Makes the catch and then makes a man miss for a gain of a couple, maybe three to the 22-yard line. Second down and seven for Texas. Worthy's fast. You know, I was just thinking about that that penalty. Um, 
with that blocking in the back that brought that thing back. Grand. Yeah, it would have been first and goal from the 10. From the 10. And, and you know how good BYU is in the red zone. Just a costly penalty as this thing results now in a turnover. And Texas already already threatening the BYU red zone. Keaton Slovis' fifth interception of the year. Power pistol. Now goes to shotgun single back, Brooks. Brooks takes the handoff, running to the right. He's got the first down and more. Gets inside the 20 to inside the 15 between the numbers and the hash marks. Running to the right. It'll be a gain of eight and first down and 10 coming up from the BYU 15. So I talked about BYU running into a six-man box. Well, Texas just did it to BYU. BYU's keeping six in, and they do a good job of collapsing that edge. And Jonathan Brooks is going to run through one or two tackles. He's just a sure six-yard gainer. Every time you put the ball in his hands, BYU's got to do a better job of shutting off the edge. The other Brooks, Terrence Brooks, with his first career INT setting up this possession. They go pistol. Jonathan Brooks behind Murphy, claps the hands, turns and gives to Jonathan. Starts left and then just puts his back to the pile and leans for a couple, maybe three, to the 12-yard line. It'll be second down seven from the BYU 12. Texas seven, BYU no score. Clock running at 5.40 to go in quarter number one. BYU's lost its last two games when the opponent scores first. Texas has scored first. It came on a 74-yard Xavier Worthy punt return. Raider DeMooney playing the safety spot. He's walked up at the line of scrimmage on that run. Does a pretty darn good job of pressing, pressing into the pressure to stop that ball. Slade and DeMooney, the safeties now for BYU. Shotgun split backs. Baxter and Robinson joining Murphy. The give is to C.J. Baxter looking to turn the corner at the far side. Stiff arm forced out after a gain of four to the boundary. Running to the left side. It'll be third down and two. And I would think this is four down territory for Steve Sarkeesian and the Longhorns inside the BYU 10. It'll be the eight yard line. And it'll be third down, maybe three. Call it third and three here. Almost four, truly. So third and long three, we'll call it four. Texas seven, BYU no score. The clock at 4.45 and ticking. And a timeout. Texas will talk this play or sequence of plays over, it appears. Timeout, Texas. It's their first of the half. Timeout on the field. So we'll take a, take a break. We needing to make this series count. Steve Sarkeesian and the O will make sure they've got what they want for these next one or two plays. It'll be snapped from the BYU 9 when we come back to Austin. Longhorn 7, BYU 0 with 4.48 to play in the opening quarter. It'll be a third down and four for the Longhorns after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU in the Big 12 plays here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, turnover battle evened up at 1-1 early here as the scoreboard shows Texas 7, BYU no score. Down to Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. Mitch. Yeah, Greg, uh, the uh, the temperature is playing a bit of a toll here for for these BYU players. Um, the, it, I want to say it's about it's showing about low to mid 80s, but it feels a lot hotter here on this turf, uh, and the players are feeling the effect after that interception from Crew Wakely. He actually wasn't in the game as as you mentioned. Raider Demuni was out there. He's still kind of catching his breath, getting cooled down on the sideline. Uh, these players are going to have to uh, get used to the fact and, and make sure they stay hydrated because it's it's definitely a lot hotter. Um, and you can feel that than the previous games that BYU has played. So hopefully they can stay on top of that to make sure that all these players are ready to go for the length and the duration of this game. As someone who played his high school ball in Houston, what was your secret, Mitch? Hey, a lot of pickle juice, Gatorade, and, and just you got to stay hydrated. When you think you're, you don't need water, you got to keep, keep drinking because it can catch up to you. You can start to see in this heat players start to cramp 
Um, and that's uh, that's a big no. Uh, I mean, a big no-no because once you start cramping, it's hard to get back out on the field and play at the at full speed and capacity. Thank you, Mitch Mitchell Jorgens in the Zions Bank end zone for 150 years of helping you succeed. Zions Bank is for you. 4:48 to go in the opening quarter, and we come back to Texas. Third down and four from the BYU nine-yard line. Ball far hash as we see it and you hear it. The Longhorns going left to right from our vantage point. Malik Murphy steps up to his center. After Texas comes out of its timeout, he's got Jonathan Brooks aligned to his left. Trips to the right. Tight end Sanders left, short side for Murphy. Takes his crouch, takes the snap. Five-step drop, throws left flat, complete first down. Brooks out of bounds, first and goal, Texas. So Jonathan Brooks needing four, got six to the far sideline. Simple play to move the chains. Now the Longhorns can set up maybe a bigger package and look to pound from the four-yard line. A little bit too easy, just a flip to the out of uh, to the flats, to the out of the backfield. And now they go to a 13 personnel hands as they bulk it up, including that tight end Malik Ogbo, 6'4", 294 at blocking tight end. Murphy will go gun, Brooks to his left hip, heavier set now for the Longhorns, single wides left and right. Give Brooks middle, and Brooks lowers the helmet and stretches the ball over the plane and scores the touchdown for Texas. 4-10 to play in the opening quarter. Longhorns take a 13-0 lead with the PAT pending. An offensive lineman for UT is slow to get up, hobbled on that touchdown run. That was center Jake Majors banged up, but Jonathan Brooks takes it. Jonathan Brooks takes it between the tackles and in for six as the Longhorns expand their lead to two scores. I think it's just going to go right up the middle, and Jonathan Brooks is so powerful. He just churns his legs, and he's also a good receiver, too. And he's got 18 catches for 172 yards and a touchdown out of the backfield, so he's a, he's a dual threat. you got to watch him out of the backfield. Kick by Auburn is up and good. Texas 14, BYU no score. It was a short 26-yard field after the Keaton Slovis interception. Six plays, 26 yards, 3.07 off the clock, 14-0 Texas. So Keaton Slovis on the year has only, let's say, five interceptions. But of those five interceptions, they've been costly. A couple pick sixes, one setting Texas up for a short field. These aren't just any kind of INTs. These are game-swinging interceptions. And the rough indicator on this one, too, is there were two other picks in the first offensive series that were left on the field for Texas. So I'm sure that the Texas backfield right now is talking to each other, saying, hey, it's going to be up for grabs. If you guys stick on your coverages, it's going to be up for grabs. So this is where I talked about Aaron Roderick and Fessy Sataki needing to get really creative. They can't throw their typical routes. They can't throw their typical looks. They've got to use some different combinations. I've already seen Texas show that they've known what was coming offensively two or three times. It was only a week ago, the other Cougars, Houston was down 21-0 and found a way back into the game yeah. against this Texas team. Yeah, very possible. Kicking off will be Will Stone, Keelan Marion, and Hobbs Nyberg back for BYU. Boot to ball. A side spinner to Marion, and he almost ran out of bounds with it at the one-yard line. Stayed in bounds at the two, but didn't get much going, and is collected shy of the 15. It'll be the two, the 12-yard line, first and 10 BYU. So, kind of no-man's land for Keelan Marion there, but if you let it go into the end zone, you're going to probably have a touchback there. I I don't think that had to be caught. Yeah, he fielded that in in the furthest corner possible, all the way up to that one-yard line, kind of bounced his feet, and it would either gone in the end zone or out of bounds. Yep. So tough decision to do that, but you know now you just got to bail your teammate out. That's how I always looked at it, Greg. Just come out there and say, hey, we'll "Get you out of this trouble." You kind of butt him, you, you smack him on the butt on his way off, and say, "Hey, we got you." So back at the 14-yard line, trailing 14 nothing. Aiden Robbins has gone all the way at running back here in quarter number one. 
BYU with tight trips left and a single wide Lassiter to the right. Play fake. Keaton goes deep down the far side. Ball in the air and at the boundary. A catch made on the sideline. It's a good catch for Darius Lassiter. The master of the sideline hauls it into the Texas 49-yard line. A big play. Slovis to Lassiter. Our new skin. Beautiful catch of the game. Got the toe in. It's brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. They'll take a look at this, but i got to think that's going to be, if it is reviewed, confirmed. The ruling on the field is a completed catch. That plays under further review. It definitely looks like it's a completed catch. As long as he didn't bobble it, the foot did touch. So that should be in balance. And the other good sign on this, that that would actually be classified as a back shoulder throw to Lassiter because that thing was put on the outside. The defender was actually right in position, but that ball was to the outside. Good job by Lassiter to turn his body towards the ball, back towards the sideline, get his chest open and come up and catch that thing. He really does have sticky fingers, Greg. Looks like uh, Terrence Brooks, who had the INT on the preceding BYU possession. Terrence Brooks is down on the field between the hashes and numbers far side of the field. They're taking a look in the video monitor. The portable monitor is set up at field level on this Lassiter catch as Brooks has helped to his feet. I believe that's, is that Brooks or is that Watts? Either a six or an eight. The jersey numbers are bunched up here for Texas. That maybe that's Watts. That's uh, Ryan Watts. After review, the receiver did not maintain control of the ball. Yeah. Oh. It's an incomplete pass. Yeah, when he hit the ground, the I saw it shift. For BYU. Uh, that's when, too bad. When he hit the ground, I saw it shift, but I couldn't tell if it shifted enough. So it wasn't the foot that was the problem. It was what happened when he came to ground with it. it exactly. The foot was in. It's just he hit, and that ball just kind of squirted out of the bottom. That's too bad. It'll yeah. take off a 37-yard completion. Slovis to Lassiter. Another great job by Darius at the sideline. 14-0 Longhorns, 349 still to go in this a slow-moving first quarter. Well, I don't mind them testing the deep ball, and what I'd like to see them do is test the seam a little bit too because Houston found so much their yardage, like I talked about, either the star or the jack backer, trying to connect to a tight end or connect to a slot, and they took advantage of that. So test them deep and test the middle. That's where Texas gives it up. Slovis gun. Robbins left hip. Handoff Aiden sweeping to the right. And he is gobbled up on a loss of two. It'll be third down and 12 for BYU back at the 12-yard line. Aiden is not a sweep back. You know, if you're going to sweep, maybe go with Miles Davis. But I just don't feel like Aiden Robbins is a sweep back right now. Aiden now up to four carries for four yards. Especially against this Texas defense. They're just too fast on the outsides. So Slovis will go gun. Robbins off his left hip. BYU... Another difficult third down situation. BYU's third downs have been third and 11, third and 14, third and 11. Trips to the left. Slovis on a three-step. Pats the ball, lofts it in Parker Kingston's vicinity, and Parker cannot haul it in on the Texas sideline. BYU will go three and out after bad field position started off the series, and Texas will get the ball leading 14-0. Look at those third down distances. The average third down distance is 12 yards for BYU so far. Well, that's been a real problem for BYU's third down offense. They're number 126th in the country. They've only converted 28 of 93 of their third downs. That's 30%. It's literally the basement of the country in third down conversions. And it comes down to what Greg just talked about, being third and eight or third and ten, or in this case, third and ten and longer. Texas player down before the 
fourth down play for BYU. Fourth and 11 Cougars at their own 13-yard line. Player helped up. That's Maurice Blackwell, Jr. And so Xavier Worthy is back to return this kick from Ryan Rico. Ryan Rico's three yards into the end zone. The south end zone, Longhorns. In the south end zone, the word Texas in the north end zone. And Ryan is on the bottom of the G in Longhorn as he gets uh, set to receive this punt from Austin Riggs, the snap from Austin Riggs. Riggs back to Rico, takes it helmet height, no pressure. And this is a side of the foot punt that goes into the BYU team area. So a miss hit from Rico, the rare shank from Ryan. And it'll set Texas up with another short field. Everything going the Longhorns way in quarter number one. A 40-yard field will stay right here with it. First and 10, UT at the BYU 40. Okay, so everything's kind of gone against you right now. You know, you had a penalty on the interception that took you out of the red zone and stalled out a drive. You had the interception after you got your big momentum shift. Keaton Slovis has a ball that's tipped in, in the air. Texas comes down with it, and they change momentum a little bit. Well, great. BYU's defense has to take the onus here. They've got to get this momentum back with a big stop. Murphy gun with Brooks, Jonathan Brooks off his right. He'll motion at CJ Baxter, the back, not Brooks. Xavier Worthy on a short jet from left to right, and the ball knocks loose and right back into his body. Can you believe that? That is unfortunate. That pinball right back into his breadbasket for a gain of one. I don't even know how because he was in forward momentum, and that ball squirted out and took a big jump forward, and he jumped, and it kind of like. Greg talked about it. Just hopped right back into his chest. Man, that's an unfortunate bounce. It ends up in a gain of a yard and a half. It'll be second down long eight for UT at the BYU 38. Malik Murphy has to bend his knees to receive the snap where he wants it. He's 6'5", 238, takes a knee-high snap, throws the inside screen. It's caught by Keelan Robinson and somehow squirts ahead for a first down or close to it. That appeared to be swallowed up near the, uh, near, near the point of reception, but he found enough just wiggle room to squeeze ahead and fall ahead to create a third down in inches. They've marked him short of the line to gain. They're going to stick Murphy in the gun and there was movement right tackle false start. This will come back. Texas just got themselves from third and inches to third and six. False start number 70 offense. Five yard penalty third down. So Texas may have to consider whether they're in four down territory or not because they feel they just gave a first down away right there they got to start to really clamp down on those tackles. You're seeing too many missed tackles, and Camden Garrett was right there to make that tackle on that screen. It would have given you the third and six or the third and seven in the first place, but that offside is going to put you right back to it. Still 140 to go in the, th- in the first quarter. 14-0 Longhorns down to a third and six now at the BYU 36. Murphy in the gun with Baxter off his right hip. Reverse motion, handoff Baxter. Baxter sweeping left and gets the first down himself. A third and six run. And a gain of eight to move the chains for Texas. How many snaps remain in this opening quarter? It's been all Longhorns and a 14-0 lead. Got to make the tackles on the initial contact. And Harrison Taggart had some of that initial contact. Now, he was off balance and very tough to bring him down at that point. But Harrison Taggart's just got to be more square to the ball carrier to bring him down. Pistol back is Baxter. No Brooks right now. Murphy in the gun. They're going to motion in Mitchell. To tight end right, handoff to Baxter middle. Baxter looking to shake off Harrison Taggart and does. But then he's collected by Mangelson. And was that Robinson on the tackle? It was. 
So a minimal gain down to the 26-yard line. It'll be a gain of two. Second down and eight, Texas. 35 seconds to go. The play clock is at 27, so at least one more snap to come, and maybe just one more snap for Texas here in quarter number one. 14-0 Longhorns. Malik Murphy in the gun. Jonathan Brooks now back in the game. He's got two receiving options and a tight end left, making a trips left, single tight end to the right. They'll stop, pause, look to the sideline, clap the hands, does Murphy. They give to Brooks. Brooks shoots a gap. Brooks has the 20. Brooks has the 15. Brooks has the first down. Brooks will be first and goal for Texas. After this, the run down to the 11. They'll mark him just shy of the 10. So first and 10 from the 11 when quarter number two begins after this timeout. 14-0 Longhorns leading BYU and Austin. We're taking our end-of-quarter break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.